This is Off the Record, and I'm Gabrielle Hunter. Last episode, we talked about how what we perceive to be freedom of speech in America isn't exactly what we think. There are restrictions to this freedom everywhere. Whether these restrictions be written down or guided by an invisible hand, I think we can all agree we aren't saying anything we want whenever we want to whomever we want. There's this article in the Huff Post called Censorship is Not All Bad by Barry Jason Maurer. I hope I said that right. In it, Maurer describes how we can and should be intolerant of intolerance. Although the United States has a first amendment protecting free speech, it does not extend to the workplace, the classroom, or the dinner table. It is limited to press, to religion, to assemblies, and to petitions. And as every journalist, parishioner, or public assembly participant knows, there are powerful limits in these arenas too. We don't have absolutely free speech because we live within the confines of a powerful and interlocking institutions. Family, education, entertainment, commerce, career, the law, the military, religion, and others. These institutions offer benefits to their members but also constraints and narrow range of choices of expression. If these institutions were to offer too much freedom, they would be unable to perpetuate the social relations that keep them functioning. So speech inside an institutional context is limited, but speech outside of an institutional context typically has less power. Speech is limited either way. This is the part of censorship that I understand. Having been on the receiving end of hate speech, I know all too well how easy it is for thoughtless messages to spread without basis. Then he says a bunch of stuff and then talks about how we have too much censorship in some places in our society and too little in other areas. Mauro's whole idea can be summed up in this excerpt. The question, therefore, is not whether we ought to have constraints on speech, but what kinds of constraints. It's phrased almost like it's inevitable. We are bound to censor our lives in any form, and therefore, we need to bring the question of what ways we should censor things. Our freedom of speech has limitations, and we need to better describe the restrictions within these limitations. So what kind of books are banned today? Well, how about I name some titles that you might recognize that are popular or challenged slash banned books. The Harry Potter series of Mice and Men, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, The Catcher in the Rye, The Captain Underpants series, A Clockwork Orange, The Hunger Games, Gossip Girl series, The Lorax, Birds to Terabithia, A Wrinkle in Time. The list goes on and on with seemingly no rubric, which made me ask my next question. Who decides what books need to be censored? This is another foggy question which after another hour of research, I can confidently say that anyone can challenge a book and almost any environment with books can ban a book. The American Library Association was my first guess as the major player in the games of banning books. It made sense at the time, but turns out I was wrong. In fact, on their website, they make this clear with a quote. We compile lists of challenged books in order to inform the public about censorship efforts that affect libraries and schools. The ALA condemns censorship and works to ensure free access to information, end quote. So who exactly is banning books, or who are the most people challenging these books? Parents. More than any other group, parents are the ones challenging these books the most. And when you think about it, it adds up. Children in schools are consuming more books in a large environment than any other place. These kids then go home and maybe they tell their parents about what book they are reading and boom, you have a concerned parent ready to shield their child from what they deem is wrong. So does this make some forms of censorship acceptable? Or does one act of censorship open a floodgate of contradictions full of bias and opinions? Can a line be drawn and if so, where is it? Which is what I'm trying to answer, I guess. 
It seems so simple, cut and dry. Stopping people from speaking about what they believe to others is bad, and therefore, censorship is bad. But then I remember years like 2016 and think, okay, so maybe there are a few exceptions. The problem is I'm trying to make a rule, and there cannot be exceptions to a rule. To hear more about censorship, continue listening to Off The Record.